Right, they go. Campbell is up from fullback over halfway. Brings Spate back on the angle run. Henry Spate stepping. Spate delivering to McDermott. And it's a beautiful try to the Queensland Reds. Yes, that's right. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Reds Radio Podcast. Team Mitch here once again. And this week, I've got the boom back rower, Fraser McWright himself. Fraser, good to see you, mate. Good to see you, Titch. How are you? Very good, mate. Very good. Well, uh, mate, yourself, you know, for the best part of, what, two months now, isolation. But yeah. uh, you've been living with the folks, mate. How's yeah. that? Yeah, no, it's been... I live with mum and dad anyway, so... Yeah. No, it's actually been really handy, um... Now, even with all the pay cut sort of stuff, it hasn't really bothered me. Don't have any rent. Um, you know, got a good little gym set up at home, which, you know, thanks to here we got some good weights and sort of made it really comfortable. And now it's quite good, a bit more family time, which is always always handy. So, yeah, yeah no, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Mate, obviously outside of the training and everything, was it nice to have that family time and I guess sort of press pause on life? So no, exactly, yeah, it's really nice. You know, I've got two other siblings as well who live who live out of home, so they come they come home. We normally have every Friday do a games night or um, something like that and just have a dinner together, so it's quite handy coming coming back and um, sort of resetting like we like we used to back in, um, back in the day. So, yeah, having a bit more family time, just getting amongst each other, probably something that you take for granted when you're, um, you know, I'm busy, all my family are busy, so, you know, being able to take a break and just sitting back and, you know, respecting each other and seeing what they do each day and every day and um, yeah it's quite enlightening to see what they've been up to as well during this period. You must be pumped though to uh, get back in here mate and uh, ripping with the boys though. Yeah no exactly it's going to be um, yeah it's super excited but it's also going to be very very unusual and probably intimidating to be honest being come back here with all the new regulations and the rules and it's not going to be exactly like what it was when we before we left but uh, it's a new challenge, I'm sure. You know, we'll embrace it and, and thrive on that sort of stuff. So, no, really excited. It's going to be interesting. Did you miss any of the boys, mate? Oh yeah, you know, miss all the boys. <laughs> um, you know, miss the camaraderie. It's actually been handy. I've had, um, you know, I've caught up with a lot of them a bit, but um, I've actually been um, gymming with Jack Straker as well. So, oh, yep. you know, it's he's you know he's just come in recently before we um, went on break. But um, I know his younger brother really, really well. Um, went to school with him. So, um, you know, having a gym partner like that's really 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 been really good um just to you know push yourself a bit more in the gym and um, just have that sort of camaraderie around the place it's not like you're going to come back here and experience it for the first time from for two months you've actually had it for for the whole ISO period in isolation did you did you I guess reflect or take anything for granted normally mate um take for granted you know obviously you can probably family's one of them yeah um sort of looking back and you know using this period to sort of get closer not so much get closer with family but just you know understand what they're doing each and every day and just spending time with them something that we probably take for granted like I've said Mm. you know I'm doing my own thing my parents are doing their own thing so just sitting down you know I know Lucan said this but having you know sort of a meal with each other and you know just having conversations throughout the day nothing else is really going on so you know you can just talk and sort of enjoy that sort of stuff Mm. um taking for granted um, but also probably training with people, like yeah. a group, large group of people, um, yeah. and doing to be able to do skills or just normal things, you know, yeah. go to coffee and just that sort of side of it. Yeah. We've taken taken for granted because you don't know how quickly it can just change. Mm. Um, mm. While I haven't, you know, minded the fact training on my by myself is like that, but I've enjoyed it. But it's also been difficult, you know. You got to put yourself through some dark places mentally and stuff mm. like that, and mm. try to get through it. Um, oh, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, mate, yourself, obviously, made your Queensland debut last year, three caps there off the bench before you went off and represented the Junior Wallabies yeah. over in Argentina, mate. Do you wish, I guess, you know, hindsight's a great thing, but, you know, 
does a part of you wish you sort of could have stayed and got more super time under your belt? Um, look, I don't. I kind of wish I had it the same way, to be honest. Yeah. I think, um, you know, sure, getting the, you know, the sort of three caps, um, you know, that thing off my chest, which yeah. is such a su- such a big thing for any person, especially someone who's being brought up in Queensland and yeah. you know watching them win the final in 2011, it was a massive thing to do. And yeah. obviously, to get that before going over 20s was massive. Um, but I think the 20s I played last year was probably the funnest uh, rugby team I've ever been a part of. Um, such a good good culture, good coaching setups. All the boys are awesome. You know, yeah. we're still so close to this day and, you know, beating New Zealand and then coming so, so close to being the first Australian team to never win it. You know, such a such a reward to be a part of a team like that. And, mm. um, yeah, I wouldn't have changed it for anything in the world. You skip at that side, mate, uh, the Australian under-20s, mate. Uh, tell us, I guess, any more about that campaign or the experiences that you got out of that campaign in Argentina? Uh well, to begin with, like you said, obviously captaining, it's um, you know something different. I hadn't really captained anything since school, so it was yep. four years since I captained. Um, and, you know, a lot of the people in that side were my peers yep. and good mates. Yep. So, you know, you know, if I screwed up, which I did many times, you yep. know, they could pull me in line and tell me as well. They weren't, you know, that's probably why our team was so good. Everyone was a leader in their own right. Yep. Um, I was just the one who had the C next to my name, and, you know, they helped me so much as well. So that's, mm. I think... No one's perfect, and everyone's going to grow a lot. So mm. that's what was, you know, was really handy about the whole sort of um, tournament in Argentina and at Bond. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was just a, you know, it was a real successful campaign because we had good team camaraderie that was really set place before any of the games were played. Yeah. Um, you know, having camps in in uh, March. Mm. Um, going to the snowy mounds, camping with each other, having mm. really good um, sort of social captains like Wilso was a really good mm. one to you mm. know bring all the boys around and um, you know we just had a really good had a really good um, group. Part of my French, but no real dickheads in there, yeah. and uh, we all, all sort of bought into the common goal, which is obviously to win, um, to win in Argentina, but also in uh, Bond. Yeah. Um, but also yeah. we had a really good coaching n- n- network that you know sort of let us have our freedom and yeah. let us have a bit of bit of rope but when they needed it they they tugged um yeah. and then we we listened and you know we kept straight and narrow for a while and then you know if we needed a bit more room they would give it to us so yeah. i think that was a bit of a respect thing and um you know we we earned that respect as well so it's not something that they just did yeah. um but yeah no it was really really good time and really loved it mate you spoke about you know the 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 boys in that group, mate, there was a lot of talent in that under-20 side, mate, um, and a lot who have gone on to play super um, since, mate. Who have who have you most been impressed by? Um, impressed? Well, obviously, you know, there's... So I think there's, you know, we had 10 or 12 returning from 2018 to 2019, yep. but to play from Super Rugby this year, you know, there's Will Sows, yep. there's uh, Harrison, yep. um, Noah as well, so yep. the 10 and... Um, and then Belly. So I think yep. those boys were pretty... They stood up. They played most of the games this year. Mm. I think it's very hard to go past them mm. as well. Um, you know, Wilson's been outstanding this year, yeah. um, and he's shown that. And Bailey as well, coming through the ranks. He's yeah. he's only he had this year twenties as well, yeah. so he's only twenty this year. So he's a phenomenal athlete, and mm. yeah, really, really um, not surprised me, but just it was you know. So he had so much room to grow, and he's got so much further room to grow. He'll be yeah. he'll be awesome, yeah. You know, in the later years of his career, mate. It's awesome for Australian rugby. Yeah, exactly. It? It's really good for Australian rugby, and it's also good because we've come through twenties uh, together, and also yeah. probably later on or before that at schoolboy level. Yeah. Um, so we all know how to play each, with each other and against each other. So, um, you know, that's something I'm really looking forward to if this new comp sort of go, does go down, yeah. playing against these sort of boys I've played with. Yeah. Um, you know, 
you know, a bit of rivalry, a bit of competition is always handy, but yeah. then pushing for further honours, I think, would be really handy playing with these lads because we know how to play and complement each other really well. Yeah. Mate, you um, you spoke of Wilso. We all yep. we all know here he Wilso, loves yeah. a bit of chat, mate. He's yeah. a, bit, it's a bit cheeky. Uh, mate, have you got any stories from him, uh, about him, mate, from that tour or here at Ballymore, mate? Yeah, yeah. i got got um, one story, actually, from, yeah. the, from the tour. Um, I don't know if it's been said already, but it's pretty funny. So <laughs> we're... Um, so before the first game in Argentina, yeah. we played Italy, and I think we had a primer, like a little, you know, a little primer sesh to get us sort of going. I think it was two days before the game, yeah. and just went to some random gym in Argentina in in um, Santa Fe, and we had skipping ropes, and you had to sort of warm, just warm up, and you know, we also being Wilso sort of got carried away a little bit, and I think the the skipping rope broke or something, and there was a little metal piece um, attached to the handle, and it just broke, and. It, flung up and smacked him in the tooth <laughs> and actually chipped his front tooth massively like broken half <laughs> so there's Wilson at the stage he had a mullet as well so yeah. he sort of looked like Joe Exotic's husband with a <laughs> cracked front tooth and a mullet so it looked pretty handy and then uh, um, you know he was kind of stressed because he had to go to Argentina and ho- dentist yeah, right. with our doctor and you know they weren't speaking the greatest English so he was yeah. very very he was worried whether he was going to play the next game and he kept asking like am I going to play am I going to play no I'm going to play I'm going to play yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was pretty funny, and in, you know, in the end, he got it all sorted and ended up playing. Inflicted skipping rope injury. Yeah, and had a cracker of a tournament. So yeah. it's just, it was pretty funny. It could have gone a horrendous other direction yeah, in terms yeah. of missing the first game. Yeah. Um, but no, he played, and yeah. yeah, like I said, played really well. Uh, classic will so, mate. Yeah. Um, all the lads here, mate. Everyone's really, uh, really, you know, close, which is, uh, it's pretty special, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, that's credit to Thorny and um, the coaching staff and management, I think. Obviously, Queensland has a um, heaps of depth for rugby union, mm. and, you know, they've been able to nurture that through the 20s. We played schoolboys with each other, mm. 20s, yep. um, and all that with each other. So now to bring us back here and mm. sort of play in senior programs together and develop it, mm. develop us even more, mm. um, yeah, it's tremendous. Hopefully we can c- continue that into further honours. Mm. Um, and play you for a while um, mm. but you know who's to say what's going to happen but yep. you know it's just about enjoying the moment enjoying each other's company which we do a lot so mm. um, yeah hopefully we can keep carrying on you know win, win some titles here at the Reds um, and just enjoy each other's company and go back to the winning ways that Queensland Rugby was Love it Mate um, you touched on the captaining the Junior Wallabies last year mate you are also uh, hand of the captaincy for Brisbane City last year yeah. under the Reds attached Attack coach Jimmy Mackay uh, in the in the NRC, mate. Is is leadership or being a leader? Is that something you enjoy? Um, I think so. I think I like the added responsibility that leadership gives you. Yep. Um, I remember watching uh, like a Richie McCaw documentary, and it, it just sort of it was it was a five part series, but he was one of the parts, and it just sort of said that you know as a captain, you know your first role is to be picked that w- the next week and that yep. week. So. Yep. Um, you have to be the, you know, try to be the best on the field to make sure you guarantee your yeah. spot and yeah. to, you know, earn the respect of the of the team yeah. to be the captain. And you know, I think that's probably I don't really think about that too much, but it probably just sits in the back of my mind that I have to, you know, perform and play well to sort of gain respect. And with the Brisbane City side, it was my first time captaining a men's side. So obviously we had young boys that I played with through twenties and mm-hmm. um, through school. Uh, who who know me as a person and as a player, but then you've also got other other people who've walked a different rugby journey life. Yeah. Um, you know, who are thirty, like Dave Fiau, who was yeah. thirty, didn't know me from a grain of salt, yeah. um, and I just sort of show him what I can do on the rugby field, but also sort of around the boys and um, and go that way. Yeah. Uh, so I think I enjoy that sort of in you know in, enjoy uh, sort of getting, earning respect, but also just showing them 
the type of leader I am. I yeah. don't think I'm that sort of leader that shows too much through um, talking. Yep. I like to do it through action. Yep. To my best of my ability, sure, I might you know all captains have to speak, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I like doing it through my talking, and I think it does um, bring the best out of me. Yeah. But then again, also I'm you know I don't need to be captain. I love just doing my own job for the team mm. and doing what's best for the team. Mm. So um, yeah. Mate, you personally, what did you get out of that NRC campaign last year, mate? Um, well, obviously it was the first time we sort of uh, got back into the finals. Yeah. Obviously, I missed the last two games through surgery, but. Yeah. Um, you know, getting out of it was getting a lot closer to Jim and yep. understanding his role at the Reds yep. and his philosophies and attack, which is awesome. And, yep. you know, he really helped me um, understand leadership in terms of um, with grown men, you know, mm. going to, um, you know, going away to Canberra. There's obviously going to be boys who are not in professional programs. They're going to be mm. 28 with a full-time job if they want to have a beer mm. the day before the game, if they might do it at home. You know, don't change those processes for them because you can't do that because it's not like not in a full-time professional environment. They're just coming, they're doing their part. They're yep. taking time off work from their families to come play a yeah, semi-professional program. Um, so I think that was really, really cool to sort of take on board that sort of sense because yeah. he's, he's coached around the world. So, um, And then also getting out of leadership and um, leading other other men. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't really done that, like I said before. That was my first time. So that was really enjoyable and, you know, taking up the challenge with, you know, the, the, with the other NRC teams and... Mm-hmm. I know Brisbane City has been quite inconsistent yep. probably over the past three years. Um, so really just wanted to keep driving the consistency. And, you know, I thought we got some of that consistency yeah, throughout sure. the year and, you know, played some really good footy, yeah. um, some exciting footy, and that's what that's all we wanted. You know, yeah. just wanted to have fun out there, and that's what we did. Yeah. Mate, of course, uh, the, the red skipper here, mate, Liam Wright, uh, pretty much in direct competition for that <laughs> Queensland uh, number seven jersey with yourself, mate. Uh, what's that like? Um, well, it's it's awesome, you know. Com- yeah. Competition is great. Yeah. So, um, you know, and it's good for me because he is a captain as well, and his his first year captaining. So I get mm. to experience how he he handles things, and you know, mm. obviously I get to picture whether I'll do something different. Mm. But you know, for me, it's just learning. Yeah. Like I don't I don't care if he's captain, if he's not captain. He's you know he's a great player. Mm. I get to see what he does on the field. Get to see what he does, you know, not on the field in terms of leadership, and I get to yeah. sort of see that, soak it up, and you know, replicate that in my own sort of way. Yeah. Um, but obviously, competition is great because that's what you need. You don't want to sta- be stagnant and just think you can hold a spot for a while. I know mm. Rongas probably thinks the same way. He knows that mm. I'm biting at the biting at his heels to try to get that seven jersey, mm. um, and he probably appreciates me that I push him, and I do the same how he pushes me. So. Um, obviously, it's not all cotton candy, and yeah. you know it's going to be there forever. But yeah. um, for right now, it is what it is, and we're enjoying it. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had—I've got my own role at the moment, or before the season sort of stopped—and yeah. they also come off the bench and um, enjoy and thrive and give boys energy and just do me. Yeah. Um, and I got had a free license from Jimmy and Thorny, so that was really exciting to come on. And did um, you enjoy that? Yeah, I did. It was—it yeah. was definitely, uh, you know. I hadn't, it was my game. It suited me, you know, coming on to be a menace in the breakdown or yeah. um, attack wherever I sort of wanted because Jimmy knows I like to attack. So to come on and sort of do that, get my hands on the footy, get involved quite early, um, you know, it's fantastic. It's yeah. what I like to do. And, yeah. you know, back to sort of understanding and playing with wrongers, you know, it doesn't mean that we can't play together mm. as both starters. Um, yeah. But that's just the, you know, it's quality of the Queensland, row, Queensland back row at the moment. We yeah. have so many, so many great players, so much depth, and that's, a whole team so it's just about you know finding what works here and what works where yeah. and, and just trying to find you know a bit of links that can work so were you were you always a back rower mate i uh, know i wasn't i was actually i was actually i was a back rower i was a number eight yeah 
uh, played that. They wanted me moved me to prop when oh, I was yeah. 14 because I was quite chubby. <laughs> Still am. But, um, no, I moved, yeah, played, um, then played eight. Yeah. And then, um, you know, played first when I was 15 and played 12. 12? Yep, was yeah, right. inside centre. And then... Crash ball. Yep, just... crash ball. T- no, nah, ball playing. <laughs> ball playing 12, Dan Carter. And then... Um, and then yeah, played eight and six. Never really played seven till representative. Yeah. Uh, Schoolboys, and then first year out of um, school with Colts. So yeah. yeah, it's been it's obviously been awesome learning off other people. And that's what mm. you love. You're never going to be never going to be perfect, especially mm. until even when you retire. You're always going to be learning and growing as a person and yeah. as a player. So that's just what I'm trying to do. It's awesome, mate. Um, look, in the preseason, you did your you did your thumb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I don't know what I did, but a physio and. And doctor didn't really Gina and Day didn't really have never seen it before, so yeah. it's very unusual. I was pretty gutted, yeah, missed out on the first three games. So I was just about to say, obviously with that, you know, in the preseason, you you missed out on touring with the lads over to yeah. Argentina and Africa, mate. How how gutted were you after you know? I guess coming off a good NRC, the Junior Wallabies, your debut the previous year, and then ready to rip in, and then yeah, you do a you know, yeah, it was immense. Injury, I was mate. absolutely gutted. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I um. You know, to add that, I was also last year we missed South African tour as well because the twenties and I'd oh, also on Zaki, so I didn't really care. Yeah. Um, and this year, sort of they they went they went over, and I wanted to experience that for the first time as well, and yeah. I didn't get to do that. Yeah. So one, I you know, I was sad and gutted that I didn't get to go over and experience that with my mates, but also yeah. I didn't get to play Queensland yeah. rugby um, yeah. against awesome teams. You know, the, yeah. the Lions, Hogaras, and then the Brums as well. Yeah. So. Um, that was disappointing, but also it was actually a nice break as well, to be honest. Yep. Um, they were gone, and here we trained with Academy boys. We had some really good, you know, really good people here. We had yeah. you know, Twainer, Jack Hardy, um, Kibbs was here, um, Hoops as well. Yeah. Um, so we had all these good people here training, just doing gym, doing little skills, um, training with the Academy boys. So it was, you know, it was a good little breakaway for them, um, for us from the main squad. Mm. And for me, when you're injured, you don't really want to be around. Um, senior squad it's quite tough because you're sort of you're doing your rehab away from the team they're training they're gymming so when you're injured it's tough to be around and be in that environment when there's meetings about playing Mm. so in in one regard it was quite good that they went away for three weeks because when they came back I was fully fit yeah but then again I was also really gutted yeah um, in the first place because I wanted to do that but I made terms with it yeah um but yeah it was was tough did you feel like come you know sort of round four when you were fit that not so much a point to prove, but you you feel like you needed to impress and show the coaching staff and and your teammates, the fans, what you what you've got. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think I still need to do that. I yeah. don't feel like I've satisfied anything. Mm. Um, you know, the boy. Some boys know who what I am and how, what I can do, but mm. most of the team don't. So yeah. I still feel that way. Anyway, but um, yeah, I definitely think I had to to go out there. Thorny gave me the opportunity against some wolves, yep. and obviously, you know, it was quite a good game. Came on and did pretty well. Um, but I think there was definitely something there inside me that wanted to play out there in front of a home crowd and mm. do something that I hadn't done this whole year was mm. play 40 for the Queensland Reds. So mm. um, to do that was awesome. Yeah. And then, you know, kept kept lighting the fire a bit more. But like I said, it's definitely nothing. Didn't need to prove anything to anyone. I still need to do that now. So yeah. hopefully when it sort of gets, gets going um, later this year, hopefully I can keep doing that. Nice. Well, on that, I guess... What are you most excited about here at Queensland, both, you know, your future short-term and long-term, mate? Uh, short-term, well, obviously, this new competition is going to be exciting. Yep. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see what happens. Obviously, I think air, airway travel is going to be 
international travel. Yeah, sorry, it's going to be yeah. a bit different for the, for the next couple of years or yeah. next months. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be interesting. But um, to play a you know domestic comp, whether it be with New Zealand, I'm not too sure later yeah. on. Yeah. Um, that will be fun. Yeah. You know, we're playing competition games against you know close mates and close rivals. Yeah. There are those great games as well, the the derby games. Yeah. So I think that'll be really good. Yeah. Obviously, short terms we want to win that. Yeah. Um, and be the best team in Australia for me. I just want to do as well as I can mm. with the time I get. Mm. Um, and then obviously long term, I want to, you know, if Super Rugby does come back, we want to win Super Rugby titles here. Mm. Um, and same for myself, just do, do well as best I can and then hopefully push for further honours. Um, and also just just enjoy my mates' um, successes as well. So yeah. looking at Wilson and all those sort of boys going further and doing really well, yeah. just watch them watch them grow and you know, cheer them on from the sidelines or mm. on the field or wherever it is, but just enjoy that sort of process. Awesome. Mate, well, speaking of your Queensland teammates, we've got the Queensland Quickfire 10 now. It's your time to uh, rip in and be honest, mate. Uh, okay. First question, the most annoying in the playing group. Most annoying. I think Wilso's been bagged out too much. I don't think it's Wilso. Yep. I'm going to say Youngie. Youngie. Yep. Most people will know how the things he does is just, <laughs> he's a creature and that's what he does. He does his weird gargoyle and just, he's pretty funny, but yeah, he's annoying. <laughs> well, on that, who, who thinks they're the funniest? Uh, probably Youngie. Yeah. <laughs> he always laughs at himself, so um, <laughs> he thinks he's hilarious. He's got his own sense of humour. It yeah. is pretty funny, but. Yeah, I'd say Youngie for the first two. <laughs> what about the most underrated player? Um, probably Jock, I reckon, Jock yep. Campbell. Yep. Um, you know, I'd like to see him push for higher honours as well. He's been fantastic mm. last year as well, mm. Um, mm. as well as this year. So, mm. um, you know, he's been awesome there at, at the back. Yep. Um, he's very, you know, he's an intelligent person. He's, he's a great guy to be around. So, yep. you know, hopefully he can keep that form up that he that he was playing before the sort of break and mm. carried on and push for further honours, yeah. Mm, for sure. Mate, uh, most skillful. Most skillful. Um, I'd probably say Wilso. Yeah. Wilso's just got the freakish left foot kick and yeah. right foot and flick pass. And what about the most uncoordinated, mate? <laughs> Sorry, Blythe. <laughs> Again, but the I'll say, no I'll line. say the Blith man, but also yeah. I'd also say Woody. <laughs> I'd say Woody would be up there. I'm gonna actually. Sorry, Blythe. I'm gonna pick Woody instead of you, mate. I yeah. think. Yeah, Woody's a bit of a gimp sometimes, but love him to death. But I think Blithman's been picked on too much. I'm going for yeah, Woody. Yeah, oh, good stuff. Mate, who's the hardest ball runner? Hardest ball runner? Hunter. Hunter. Mm. Yeah, Hunter or Chrissy, pretty good. Yeah. Um, Hunter or Chrissy, yeah. Or, no, and Hamish, to be honest. Hamish. Yeah. Hammer, yeah. Hammer, Hammer does that in training and in, in games, so That's he true. always goes, you know. Pretty hard. 10 out of 10, so it's yeah. always. It's always annoying trying to tackle him in games when it's just touchy. You have to try to tackle him. So yeah. <laughs> How about the hardest hitter, mate? Have you been on the receiving end of anyone? Um. Yeah, I'd probably say Hunter to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got the youngies, you got Chrissy, and all those sort of boys. They can hit. Yeah. But I remember there was one one training session first NRC. Yeah. Was we had like a little diamond drill, a little flower drill, and you had to. Um, the tackle had to sort of go each angle, and then just bought one ball carrier was just running it straight and just got absolute dumped every time and the first drill that set the tone was Hunter and yeah. he probably put three people on the deck yeah. unconscious like yeah. so scary and lucky for me I didn't do it because brother's grand final was, a, oh, was that weekend so yeah. I just got to observe and laugh but yeah I'd say Hunter Hunter for sure mate um, who's the hardest opposition player that you've played against mate uh, super or super first and yeah, then yeah okay well I haven't it's tough because obviously I've, you know, I haven't played that many yeah. minutes yeah 
Um, so just trying to think. Uh, so I'd, look, it's going to be probably Crusaders. Yeah. Um, look, I think uh, Jack Goodhue was yeah. pretty pretty tough. Obviously, you know, good ball carrier, strong, skillful. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, like I said, it's tough for me because I haven't really played. Yeah. That many minutes, but I played seven caps, so yep. I'd probably say Jack Good here and yep. look where he is now. So he's in a great All Black. And then outside of Super much, be it club, be it NRC, twenties. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, well, probably, oh, probably twenties. The French ten, Louis Carbonel. Mm-hmm. Uh, just toughest, as in he sank sank our hearts by kicking every. Everywhere and everywhere mm. um, in that final and mm. beat us by a point. So mm. he's got a shoe on him, and I think he's with Toulouse or Toulon yep. um, playing professional, you know, rugby over there for a while. So I'm sure he'll probably play in the French setup soon for Six Nations. But yeah, yeah I'd probably say him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mate. Um, who is the best teammate here at the Reds? Teammate. Um, they're all pretty good. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to single one person out. Yeah. Um, you know, over this ISO period, I'd probably say Jack because yeah. I've been with him so long. It's been yeah. Jack Straker because yeah. it's you know it's tough to um, do things by yourself. He's been with me, but yeah. um, before that, when we we're training, you know, um, uh, Woody's been really good yeah. and and Nassie as well. Nassie, Obviously, yeah. it's different. You can't you can't really relate to all the boys again, you know all the time. So when you when you're not in the starting fifteen, you've got your own sort of boys. Yeah. Um, and you know you do skills with those yep. just depending on the schedule that they do yeah, Jim sure. is all, yeah so probably say those boys are, you know they're always handy always good for a laugh Hoops is the same yeah. he's really good always gets you up somehow and you feel good and don't need to be too down or anything like that so those yeah. boys are pretty good boys to get around yeah nice and mate last but not least uh, your favourite all time player favourite all time player I used to love um, oh what's his name the Welsh captain uh, George um, Sam Warburton. Used oh, yeah. to love Sam Warburton. Yeah. 2011 World Cup, which yeah. thought he was awesome. Yeah. Um, but sort of looking back, you know, he's Welsh. Can't go for Welsh, <laughs> so I'd probably say George. Yeah, can't go been, past George, yeah, can you? Yeah, yeah. As a seven, he's. Um, I like to think I sort of play a bit more like him anyway, yeah. but I'll, I'll say George. Dave's up there. Is he your goat, George? Uh, yeah, I'd probably say so. Yeah. He's Australian, so like, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been in the game long at, at all, long enough to. Say anyone else than George, so and he's a brother's boy, he played one game, so Boom. Boom, done. There you go. Yeah. Easy. Fraze, we're done too, mate. Absolute champion. Fraser McWright, thank you. Thanks, T Mitch. Appreciate it. Love it. Great stuff. Thanks, mate. No worries.